Hi, I'm Peyton Elise. Welcome to the Splunkna Conversation podcast, where I welcome conversation and questions surrounding Splunkna therapy and more. Splunkna is a mind-body protocol that releases stored trauma emotions from your body. On this episode, I'll be interviewing my friend Barbie. She's finalizing her study to be a classical homeopath. So hello. Hi, I'm so glad, glad to be here. Yes, I know. I'm so excited to have you and to talk about this subject. It's going to be great. Um, let's just dive right in and I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about what a classical homeopath is and maybe how that differs from modern homeopathy. Sure. Yeah. Um, so in general, the best way to describe the differences between classical and modern homeopathy, um, starts in describing that the big umbrellas for basically healthcare, there's two camps. There's what you call allopathic And that entails, you know, traditional medical, but also a lot of the natural health as well. And then there's homeopathic. So in allopathic, the simplest way to describe it is it's treating one, like disorder by disorder, like treating a headache or treating a stomach ache or treating, you know, the pain Mm -hmm. individually. Where homeopathic, that umbrella, is treating you as a person. And so the difference there is that homeopathy, the homeopathic method, believes that we were designed to heal. Mm. So, you know, kind of the heart or root of the allopathic method is this idea that we are broken and the body can't function on its own because of all of these little things that pop up. Mm. And so treat the little things and then, you know, just add infidium, right? And then the homeopathic method believes that we were designed to heal that our original design was to Mm -hmm. function properly and actually the body's capable mind and you know body to correct whatever is wrong when the places in it that have been put to sleep through some of the allopathic symptom by symptom Mm -hmm. uh, uh, pathways have put those areas to sleep so so then what happens is the differences between classical and modern are that modern homeopathy tends to use more than one remedy at homeopathic remedy. That's our, what we call our medicines mm-hmm. more than one remedy at a time and can tend to actually be used more allopathically like mm. disorder by disorder yeah. versus the classical method, which uses one very well matched remedy for the whole person. And when you match the correct remedy at the right time to the person, their whole system wakes up and begins to heal in the way it was designed to. Wow. That's beautiful. I love that. I feel like I'm a little bit more familiar with the modern version. And so I love, I'm just fascinated by what you do. Hmm. And I think it makes so much sense to, you know, whole body wellness, whole Mm -hmm. body healing, which we love. Um, I think that that so aligns with me um, and just with what I know. And so I think that's fascinating. Um, for those listening, I feel like it would be cool for you to give a little rundown or summary, I guess, of what homeopathy even is, because sure. I think some listening don't even know. So Absolutely. maybe a short little summary. Sure. So homeopathy utilizes, here's this going to sound very fancy, but it utilizes the molecular memory of water to memorize the energetic behaviors of natural substances. So that's how the remedies are created. So they're primarily made from animal material, um, plants mostly, and minerals mostly, but there are, there's even a whole category that can utilize diseased tissue for really deep acting um, situations. But 
homeopathy, so the remedies are, the substances are diluted in water and they're shaken violently. It's called succussions. And what our founder found, he was actually a traditional physician. Um, and back in the day, oh, 200 plus years ago, where they used bloodletting and leeches and all these really things we would consider horrific, they would put full-on mercury on venereal disease and pure sulfur on you know skin issues and he began to notice okay the skin issue might go down a little bit but we're killing people you know people are dying of mercury poisoning oh my gosh (laughs) so he pulled completely out of that and started to study some more ancient um, discussions about health and he found that when he took those same substances and diluted them hundreds to thousands to 50,000 times while shaking them in water, he found not only did the water memorize the medicinal properties of those substances, it actually unlocked a whole other layer and array of medicinal properties. And he was able to then, he would soak these little pellets in the water, and that's how we do it now. And the way that I practice is I then dissolve them again in water because our bodies just identify better with the water, touches the nerve endings more, and you can personalize it more, right? Yeah. Um, but then he found that by doing this, the remedies would, produ- would provoke the gentlest way and mode of healing, even in some of the natural ways of pra- like naturopathy and natural healing. There's kind of this I was in it for a lot of years, and there's this understanding that, like, well, it's got to get worse before it gets better. You've got to suffer through the detox, mm-hmm, right? The detox, yeah. yeah, and it's just not the case. That's not how we're designed. And homeopathy, um, a true physician's call is to provoke the gentlest cure mm-hmm. um, in the most – and it, it needs to be the gentlest and most permanent cure. And wow. so it works at the energetic level to really provoke um, – the healing at the absolute deepest root cause. So that was a beautiful explanation. I love that you said too, like the true physician's call and why wouldn't we want to heal at the gentlest level? Like that is so beautiful. Um, I would love an example quickly, just because I feel like people were probably wondering that. What's an example of a remedy? Mm -hmm. And could you explain not only like where it, comes from whether that's a mineral or an animal Mm -hmm. or whatever um but then how that helps someone or what that looks like oh absolutely that's great so a really really common one um that's super powerful it works on the acute and the constitutional level what does that mean acute's (laughs) like you get a flu or a cold or something short term Mm -hmm. the constitutional is more of what you're looking at deep chronic you know inherited type things which is Side note, something I love about homeopathy, it addresses generational issues in a real (laughs) permanent way. Um, But so arsenicum is made from arsenic, right? And so people are like, what, you're giving me arsenic? But (laughs) no, because of the dilution process, by the time it gets to the point that it's actually a homeopathic remedy, there's nothing of the physical material left. So I'm not giving somebody arsenic, right? Mm-hmm. If we were, it would probably kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but because of the dilution and succussion process, you'd now have a various strengths of the med- of the true gentle medicinal homeopathic remedy. And so what happens, whether I'm treating somebody for an acute, because arsenicum has very powerful acute remedies, it, it tends to match someone who's dealing with um, 
food poisoning, not always, mm -hmm. because that's the other thing. Homeopathy matches the person, not the issue. So you could have four people going out to dinner and everybody gets hit with food poisoning, but you might need three or four different remedies mm. to match the person and how they're manifesting the, the poisoning. Because yeah, it's symptom-based, mm -hmm. right? Or, sorry, it's based on what the individual is expressing. Exactly, right. Yeah, yeah. and their inherited susceptibilities are going to determine what how they actually express the food poisoning. Wow. And so, but often arsenicum is a common one for that. So that would be an acute situation. But in let, I'll talk more about the constitutional. Yeah. So in either of those situations, you're, you're taking the totality of the person's situation, what's shifted or what's going on with them. So I'm, I'm asking questions about what are your moods like, like throughout the day from the moment you wake mm -hmm. up and all the way through the night? Um, what, what makes your moods feel better? What makes your moods feel worse? Like, are you hot? Are you cold? Are you thirsty? Are you hungry? Like, what's your digestion like? Pretty I get cool. my kids make fun of me because they're like, Mom, stop asking people about their poop. And I'm like, but it's really it's important. important. <laughs> you can learn a lot. So I cover the whole gamut every single time. Wow. And if a person is matched to arsenicum constitutionally, then what that means is I have 200 plus years of documented information about how arsenicum behaves hmm. like if i were to give an arse arsenicum remedy to somebody mm -hmm. who was healthy and didn't match it and i gave it to them in a very high strength they would begin to express everything that the arsenicum remedy you know that they are susceptible to mm -hmm. they would begin to show that remedy that they are susceptible to. Okay. Right. So, you know, that's why these provings, we have this information because hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people have proven these remedies mm -hmm. so that we can know how they behave. But somebody mm -hmm. who matches it, so then I would take their symptom picture, emotionally, mentally, physically, and then I would see, oh, this person is actually matches how arsenicum behaves. And when it's the whole idea is that like cancels out like you can create that homeostasis. It wakes mm -hmm. up the body. So if I give somebody who matches the arsenicum picture, the arsenicum remedy, every place in their body that has been put to sleep through, through you know, popping the ibuprofen or taking the antibiotic or even doing some of the more herbal natural things that have been that allopathic symptom by symptom mm -hmm. but that homeopathic remedy match is going to wake up every area that's been put to sleep and the body and the whole system then goes oh i'm supposed to take care of this Whoa. this isn't supposed to be here i'm not supposed to be anxious at bedtime i'm not supposed yeah. to have suicidal tendencies well <laughs> i'm not supposed to you know, have runny stools and, mm -hmm. and all of these different things. And so, <coughs> excuse me. Okay. And what happens is the person, the first sign of a correct match is um, they have increased energy. Their moods dramatically improve oh. and they have increased overall vitality. This just general sense of, I feel better. Even if they still have some physical things going on, they're just like, wow, I feel better. Huh. And that increase in vitality confirms we have the correct remedy and now the body and that deep rooted area is going to begin to correct everything that's wrong with continued care wow that's so interesting yeah so now everyone's like wow i need to go look this up i need to know more <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> look barbie up um but yeah very fascinating i want um i, I think it's so cool touching on the 
um, you know, you're like, I'm not giving people arsenic. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you this poisonous thing or whatever the, whatever the thing is. Um, talk more maybe about how it isn't actually that substance, mm-hmm. but how it works, you know, it's energy. Right. Maybe, I don't know. What more do you have to say about that? It being sure. energy and it's still working. Yeah. So, um, I'm definitely, you know, a believing Christian. That's where some place that you and I definitely are mm-hmm. connected on. And yes. so I firmly, I mean, the name of my practice is Imago de Homeopathy because I believe wholeheartedly that we were designed to heal and that when we undo all of these tangles and these suppressions and these inherited susceptibilities, we begin to operate in our original design. We're all on this journey of transfiguration, right? Of of renewing the mind. And there's just so many nuances and layers to that. Um, Before I was a homeopath and I still am active in this, but I was in um, inner healing and deliverance. So Mm -hmm. I still do that. And before I was really super deep in homeopathy, I always felt like, you know, and this is where we'll begin to talk about where Spelunkna kind of, you know, and yes. homeopathy overlap. I was always, I was always like, there's just a missing piece here, you know, mm-hmm. like people are getting delivered spiritually, um, but and then inner heal- inner healing can help with kind of that emotional relandscaping. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> But people were often still dealing with physical issues that I knew were a direct result of just years and years and years of, you know, demonic torment. And so God is spirit. (laughs) You know, that is an energy. You know, he spoke. He used the energy of sound and the vibration and the frequency of sound to create the whole world right Mm. he used he breathed his life his spirit his energy into us right that's how we are unique we we bear his energy we bear his mark we bear his original design and so i feel very passionate about this and you know i in my inner healing and deliverance experience i mean i've dealt with people all the way up into the sra's satanic ritual abuse which i consider the kind of the capstone of demonic torment and depth of inner healing right um so i've if the enemy can pervert it i I feel like i've seen it i'm sure i haven't seen it all but (laughs) at this point it feels like it yeah um and so that something i feel very passionate about is people you know they want they want to remain pure and they don't want to get wrapped up in funky spiritual witchcraft occult stuff and i totally respect that and it's important we have to use discernment but the fact is the enemy cannot create anything Mm -hmm. he can only take something that god created and made good and steal it kill it or destroy it he destroys stuff often by perverting it by twisting it and unfortunately, because of fear, which is also a demonic assignment, against God's people mm-hmm. to not be knowledgeable and not be aware of how the spirit realm works, how God, who God really is, body, Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, and soul, Jesus had a soul, and spirit, mm-hmm. the Father, all of them, you know, like Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. that's energy. Um, because we've been just so bound by fear we haven't learned how the spirit realm works whereas 
the enemy isn't afraid of the spirit realm and he will take it and he will twist it and he will pervert it. So anything we see going on in that realm or people practicing for evil, they've yeah. taken something good and they've twisted it. Totally. And so I'm really passionate about just clarifying that for our energy, yeah, you know, because good. a lot of Christians are afraid of Splunkna totally. or they're afraid of homeopathy. And I really want to create, while I firmly believe the practitioner for both you know situations is extremely important mm-hmm. um yeah you want one that has a really pure plumb line and a really pure like vision of jesus where it's like yes he you, you have that you're going to be non-compromising right mm-hmm. and so all that to say at the energetic root you know trauma mm-hmm. and illness you know why was jesus able to heal sometimes by casting out a demon right Mm. there's countless stories of that where he somebody comes to them with a physical ailment yeah and he sometimes laid hands and said be healed but other times he just cast something out and they were healed well why was that because the root of that was energetic there was a misalignment in their spirit Mm -hmm. and their body it was rooted it's like it got stapled somewhere in their body right and those things scripture says you know things will be visited upon the next generation and the next generation and the next generation until (laughs) somebody shows up and (laughs) says this has to stop yep this isn't going to go any further and there's a spiritual root i firmly believe there's a spiritual root and then an emotional place that needs to be kind of rewired because of its influence on the spiritual and then oftentimes there's a physical access point Mm. right or weak Mm. point so homeopathy energetically so wind back to your question home so like with the arsenic for example Mm -hmm. because there's no physical matter left water you know olaf was right water has memory (laughs) like this is all over science google it it's everywhere about how water remembers and it just memorizes and so our founder homeopathy's founder just discovered that when he you know shook the water violently it really the water began to just deeply memorize the frequency and the energy of this and here's i'll I'll close this question up with this this is what i love everything i love in scripture where he says we are his workmanship which you might relate to this but it that word is the greek word poema Mm -hmm. so we are his poem poetry we are his artwork and god in everything has a frequency everything has a sound and it has a color Mm. in the spiritual realm so everything physical has a sound everything physical has um a deeper like it resonates light it's like where the whole world is a painting and the whole world is a sound and so if somebody gives you a like a prophetic word it, you either say that resonates with mm-hmm. me right or yeah. that ooh, that is dissonant a off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't quite align and that's because god put energy in everything and so how i see it is god it's part of our the re- i feel that homeopathy in its purest form when it's done correctly is a part of the redemption of creation that we're all responsible to be a part of. So it's the, you know, scripture says that God, it is the glory of God to conceal a manner and the honor of kings to search it out. Mm. Whether our founder was a believer or not, I don't feel matters because God gives revelation to the people who are willing to receive it. And I believe he got a download from the Lord 
and a grace to unlock what God had hidden energetically in creation to utilize it to redeem us in the transfiguration process, body, soul, and spirit. Wow. So good. What a beautiful explanation. Again, <laughs> I feel like this oh, this could be hours long. <laughs> I spent a long time thinking about it all. <laughs> oh, yes. We could go all day. Um, I think we definitely align with the agreement of, like for me, I always say, I feel very passionate about redeeming energy psychology in mm. Jesus' name mm. because... Yeah, Jesus, you know, God was the creator of energy. And I think that's what so many believers, so many Christians are scared of. Yes. And I I want this to be a space where we can bring conversation around that. Like, mm. if this episode is telling of anything, let it be energy is something that God created. And we are letting you into the conversation of how and why and making you think about it and not allowing the enemy to own that because it's not his. Yes, we have to get it back. We yes. have to get it back for the redemption of our original design. We were designed to steward it mm-hmm. rightly because it's powerful. Yes, definitely. Um, so let's go right into how do you feel Spelunkna and homeopathy overlap? And yeah, and just the way of healing or, you know, we know that energy is kind of the foundation of both, but yeah, how can they maybe prepare the way for one another, or how do they overlap? Yes. <clears throat> yes, I love that question. I'm excited to talk <laughs> about that. So kind of going back a tiny bit into, like, my experience with inner healing and deliverance. Now I'm practicing in homeopathy, and I have found, like, I'll use my husband as an example. He said I could. So he has a pretty traumatic background that in the last I'd say five years he's really started to work through he's finally facing those things and gone through tons of different forms of counseling and I I, you know about a year or so ago I was like you have probably about two years ago I was like you are the most well-equipped man I know you know like he's just got feels like he's got every tool in the tool book from the spiritual deliverance piece the inner healing piece this was about two years ago and then the counseling piece and he'd come light years and just being able to actually face his childhood have have even an active memory of it it was so it was had been gone and um but the problem was with all the tools he's an electrician too so I talk about tools Tools. with him (laughs) I love it so he has all these he had all these tools in his tool belt but when the push would come to shove like a moment of conflict or with the kids or me or, or anything in life really where he would need to pick up one of those new tools instead of just falling back into his trauma response, right? Mm-hmm. He was just, he was like, he's so frustrated. We all were frustrated, but he especially, where he's like, I don't know why I can't pick it up. <laughs> I don't know why in those moments I can't see to pick it up, mm-hmm. right? And it really, once I got past being frustrated, <laughs> yes. I, I realized it built a compassion in me because I realized if I thought back to other people I had ministered to, like, they all at some point would hit that wall. Yep. And that's where I would be like, what is this? There has to be something else. So then fast forward, started doing homeopathy, got my husband on a constitutional remedy. It was a night and day difference. Whoa. Almost overnight. I mean, and he's still on the same constitutional remedy two years later, you know. And Very he, cool. even he would say, I would just suddenly, we'd be in one of those tense moments and it's like he would grab a tool and use it. Whoa. And there'd be this massive breakthrough. And I'm like, okay, maybe that was just a one-time thing. But it wasn't. It was like over and over and over again. And even he said, 
I can't believe how much easier it is for me to finally connect the dots Dang. now that I'm on this remedy. Powerful. And so I began to dive in more, you know, and, and what clicked for me was realizing the moment where, like in scripture, Jesus says, the enemy is coming for me this night, but he will find no place in me. Right. Mm, and yeah. I think there's a lot, I've experienced a lot of conversations maybe in the inner healing, inner healing and deliverance world about, you know, we have to make, we have to make sure there's no place, there's no sin in our life or, you know, agreement with the enemy so that those demonic things we just got delivered of can't come back. Right. But even if you do get filled with the Holy Spirit, which you should after you get delivered, um, if you don't re-landscape that inner world, there's going to yeah. be a place. But even like he'd gone through so much of that and there still was a hidden place. Mm -hmm. So where I see the main overlap with spelunkna and homeopathy is sometimes those places of trauma and even physical illness that, you know, like the, the inherited things that have mm -hmm. come down, you know, Generational. generations, right? Um, or the addictive tendencies mm -hmm. even, or suicide, right? Yeah. All of those things are places, they're vulnerable places where the enemy can access us. So I believe that where we overlap is we get at those place points mm. and we help undo them. So a person can experience a more full healing and even deliverance picture that is so cool yeah it's neat to hear how you have you know I have this knowledge of homeopathy and how that did almost prepare the way for him mm -hmm. and I think it can go hand in hand you know Svalkna can prepare the way for homeopathy and mm -hmm. what you do and vice versa and so it's neat to hear you say that coming from you and that being your husband and now him entering into the Svalkna world and being able mm -hmm. to, yeah, fill those places with, not only do we do more release work, but we do creative work too. Yes, I love that. really powerful. Yes. Yeah. And we need that. And that could be a whole session too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have new ideas for sessions every episode because I just feel like you guys um, grab hold of things and probably wonder, oh, wait, what is creative work? Mm -hmm. You know? So... Yeah, creative work is really powerful, and um, it's pretty much, it's like rewiring your, the neuroplasticity of your brain, and like taking those thoughts and allowing them to become beliefs, which become actions, yes. and you know, that whole and idea. And I love that, because I feel like there's a, even that in the creative work, there's a, there's a partnership between homeopathy, because a lot of times I'll tell people, like, you know, I've already sent several clients your way, given your yes, number. thank you, you have. <laughs> and, and what I identify with that is, like, I say, somebody, usually if somebody comes to me, they're in some kind of bonfire level storm. Yeah. So their symptoms, whether it's their mental, emotional, or physical, and usually it's a combination of all of them, yes. are at just this, like, intense stress level. Give them the correct remedy, and the fire goes from a bonfire to kind of that, like, smoldering, like, oh, now it's time to roast our marshmallows fire, you know? <laughs> yeah. I can get cozy and close to this, which is important. Yeah. Because if you can't get close to the fire to see what's causing it to burn, then mm. you can't get fully free. It can't get put out completely. Wow, that's cool. So I feel like that creative work is, like, when you take the re correct remedy and you bring that fire down to a place where, like, now I can get I'm strong enough in my, in my whole being to actually face this giant, to mm -hmm. actually look at this thing. And then you're in a place to actually not just intellectually receive the creative work, but mm -hmm. like receive it in your, 
in your the depths of your being and I feel like that that's just a beautiful partnership where that person can actually maybe even go farther with that creative work that you provide um yeah and they could have if they were at the bonfire level you know well that's a beautiful metaphor I'm <laughs> gonna remember I'm gonna hold on to that one <laughs> that's great yeah so cool I love how they're intertwining and I think that this is really a neat conversation mm-hmm. um I'm curious though what led you initially to seek out Spockna? Mm-hmm. so she's one of my clients now mm-hmm, yeah which is awesome um yeah what led you to seek out Splunkna and how's it been Sure. Yeah. So for years, um, I don't even remember when I first heard about the concept and it just clicked. I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. I've seen that in my own life and my family's life. But I remember I heard like, um, I think I heard about the book that the, I don't know if it's called the body remembers. The body keeps score. That's it. Yeah. I heard about years and years and years ago. Um, I haven't read it, but I've had tons of conversations about it and I'm like that it just, yeah, I've seen it, you Mm -hmm. know, I've experienced it. And so I had always had in the back of my head, like, there's, I wonder, there's got to be, before I'd heard about Spelunkin, I'm like, there's got to be a way to release that physically, right? Mm-hmm. Then homeopathy came into my family's life, and I was like, oh, this, and it does. Homeopathy definitely, there's a whole, whole categories of remedies that involve trauma and different yeah. types of trauma. And so homeopathy definitely addresses trauma, but even like in the example of my husband or in my own life or other people's lives, while I'll see tremendous breakthroughs, even in the trauma responses and things like that, the, there's a part of me that was like, but have I really pulled it up by its root mm. fully? You know, like maybe what part of the body, or, or maybe like, for example, I've, I'll see clients who, you know, everything is better like their mental outlook on life their emotions their physical but they still have this darn knee pain it just won't budge completely it's improved maybe it's not at a nine maybe it's at a two but it's like it's still constantly there there. and so when I learned about Spelunkna and how it subconsciously like act you know finds those roots in the places of the body that it's being stored, mm-hmm. I was I was like I have to find somebody who does this well. Mm. And the originally the person I thought was my husband because he, at that point when I heard about it, he was still getting his tools and he still was. It was hard for him to face stuff, mm-hmm. and so I was like, man, if, if this sounds like he could get to that root and release it bef- without having to you know before he's really ready to face it consciously, yeah. which I was like that could be invaluable. So we tried a couple of different places and, you know, practitioners, and it's not that they weren't, I mean, that they were way off or anything, you know, it, they were good, but I felt like, I felt like there could be more. And so, you know, met, you know, met you through friends and mm-hmm. followed you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and your just whole education about Spelunkna, I got more and more excited mm-hmm. about it, especially when I started homeopathy. And then I personally reached a point where I was like, I'm so I'm passionate about generational deliverance, generational yes. healing. And if, you know, went hard after it spiritually, went hard after inner healing, you know, and I believe wholeheartedly as a mom that we don't face whatever we don't face, um, face and slay. Our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren are going to have to. Oof, I love that. And I just, for one, am not okay with that. If I, if something comes up in my life or I begin to see a pattern in my family, you know, and it doesn't fully budge with just spiritual or just homeopathy or one thing, then I'm like, I'm going to go warrior mode (laughs) on finding what will, right? Yes. 
And so I had reached a place in my own healing where I was like, I think I need a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so it was like, I, I knew that there were some things just not functioning at top par within me emotionally. Um, and I didn't, I was like, but I really don't want to just sit and talk to somebody and yeah. drudge it all up and just get to, you know, I have to go talk. I mean, I believe wholeheartedly in talk therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time and a place for all things. Right. Totally, but at that yeah. point I was like, Hey, I don't have time for that. And <laughs> B, I just, I, I wanted to just get to it and get it done. You know? Yes. So I was like, I'm going to try out, I'm going to try out Peyton. <laughs> um, so it was, it was mutual. It was like, I want to see how yeah. this could work with homeopathy, but I also want it for myself. And I was also thinking about my children. I was like, I would love to get my children in on this. Right. Yeah. So it was testing you out partially <laughs> and then for myself. But um, when I think my first two sessions with you, I was blown away because it didn't give you any information. I was like, I just, you yeah. know, I want to see what Holy Spirit does. I want to see how you partner with Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was blown away. We went straight to roots that I knew were there. Yeah. But I never would have thought like the stuff going on in my life right now were tied to those roots specifically Mm -hmm. and it was amazing the things that came up and it was in our session and it was an I could physically feel especially the most recent one we had I felt like throughout the course of the session and I'm a pretty sensitive person but Mm -hmm. I felt just this energy like slowly rising up and at the very end it totally left me so awesome and it wasn't violent it was very peaceful I was just like I could tell tangibly something shifted and I, you know, I went home and I started things and it did things. And I had a creative work to do, you know, to, you know, and I noticed like the things like even just before the session that would have just kind of stressed me out or irked me or whatever. Right. I was like able to just kind of flow over them. And so I was like, okay, I'm sending my husband. And I sent yes. him. Yes. And I said, just don't give her any information. Just see what Holy Spirit does. He didn't. And he was like, dang. It was wild. She's good. And I said, well, <laughs> what did she say? And he listed off the three things. I was like, nailed it. Yeah. That's amazing. That so he goes, cool. I just want to sit and process it. And I've even seen Aww. a big shift in him on the things, on the le- not just on the level of trigger, but more so on his quickness to say, to speak up for himself yes. and say that hurt me, mm-hmm. which is a huge breakthrough for him. You know, That's so awesome. So, yeah, it's been Aww. great, and I can't wait. I'm yeah. going to cycle my kids through Yay. you. Like I said, I've already started so sending clients who are on like I know there's trauma in their case, and yeah. I've seen a measure of healing homeopathically, but I'm like, I I just can tell that yeah. you know that Spelunkna is going to give them. They're not quite ready to like face the thing head on <laughs> yeah. and so I'm like man let's bypass it that <laughs> right let's let's get let's get you into a splunkness session Yay. for sure well thank you for all of those words and it, it's such an honor for me to sit on this side of it and to witness mm. you know I mean for example your husband like I know nothing about him <laughs> nothing right. besides he's your husband right yeah him coming into a session blank slate mm-hmm. and I first thing I bring up I remember he said did my wife tell you this and I said <laughs> no she, she didn't say anything. Wow. And it was like the coolest thing because that is Splunkna. Yeah. It's so supernatural and there is so much prayer covered. And there's so much prayer covered in it. And it's just so, yeah, you, you really do have this moment of like, whoa, that makes sense. Or that came up or that's why I'm still doing this today. And 
anyways, it's just beautiful for me to witness those revelations, mm-hmm. whether I know someone or not. Like I'm, it's not me. Right. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm the facilitator. Yeah. I'm using the tools and obviously discernment and who I am is a part of it, but it's really so supernatural mm-hmm. and it is really cool for me to witness. So and what I love about you and that's where I, you know, just to emphasize in both spelunking and homeopathy, I can't tell people enough, like your practitioner is so important. It's true. And what I, what I immediately, you know, when I was first a believer and filled with the Holy Spirit, the first spiritual gift that popped up for me was discerning of spirits. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, why is everything coming alive around me in ways I love and ways I don't love, you know? Yeah. So I feel like I've walked that one the longest over the 23 years I've been a believer. And so, um, it's the strongest one and one I'm most familiar with. But what I love about you is from the moment you walk Mm. into a session, it's peaceful so you feel safe, you know, and I know that's even talking about my husband, that's super important to him for somebody mm-hmm. who never really felt like they had a safe space yeah. growing up to be able to walk into a place and immediately feel safe. It sets the that's tone, cool. right? And you just come to the table with such humility, hmm. right? Which again, being a discerner, I'm like, I know humility is that frequency, that energy that Holy Spirit likes to partner with. He says he gives yeah. grace to the humble and grace is mm. God's empowering work. Whoa. And so that immediately I was like, oh, there's humility here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can calm down, you know. And so there's just throughout the whole thing, you, I feel no pre-presumption, right, about yeah. what to expect. It's like you just set the table for the Lord to show up Mm. and that's just a beautiful, beautiful space. So I just can't thank Mm. you enough for providing that so that people can dive in between the two of us and, you know, both, both are pieces of the puzzle for sure. But, um, see people really set free and healed. Mm. Thank you. Tears. That (laughs) is, that's a beautiful compliment. And, yeah, I mean, all I could ask for is that people do feel safe, yeah. and this is a place of peace, and I am so much a believer of that, too, and just the space that you enter into feeling like a mm-hmm. space of welcoming and peace yes. and, yeah, being ready to facilitate whatever he has. Exactly, so, yes. Um. So good. Well, this is ending us. I think that's kind of where we're going to end. So. Great love 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 having this conversation i feel like there could be more mm-hmm. um so maybe i'll have you on in the future again all right be great. um yeah everyone go see barbie if you want homeopathy advice if you want to seek healing on a different level mm-hmm. she has an instagram what is your instagram it's imago day homeopathy okay yeah. and i also have a website that you can book us imago day homeopathy.com and you can book a free 15 minute discovery call and I have a class for moms coming up on July 20th. Ooh. So. Right All around when I might site. give birth. Yay, so. yay, yay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I definitely plan to seep into that advice of hers. Yeah. Whenever. Yeah. yeah. I have a baby. My family's growing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. So, yeah, she's amazing. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope that this sat well with you, that you learned something new. And it, as always, if you have any questions, feel free to message me on my Instagram. It's just pay with seven Y's, P-E-Y-Y-Y-Y-Y, all the Y's. So feel free to message me. And, yeah, talk soon.